Adrian Rodriguez. Hello. Thank you for coming to In the Pews. Yes, thank you for having me. Now, you're the principal of Holy Rosary Catholic School. Yes, in Rosenberg. In Rosenberg. Is there another one in the There's Archdiocese? one downtown. It's a, a, another church, another parish is Holy Rosary. So. But it's not a school. I don't think so. Yes, we're, we're the school. You still uh-huh. get telephone calls. We do. The- we do. <laughs> one time my sister actually started heading to Holy Rosary downtown. Oh, no. So. Yes. Oh, no. Do people show up at your school thinking it's the church? I think like, mainly phone calls. Okay. Yes. Because it's quite yes. a distance. I oh, remember. yes. <laughs> uh, definitely. It's like so. the same thing with uh, St. Teresa's. Mm-hmm. But those yes, are two there's... churches, right? Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's uh, mm-hmm. that's interesting. Well, St. Teresa also has a school. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, your school is pre-K until? Eighth grade. Eighth grade. Yes. How many students do y'all have? Right now we have 160 and our our goal is to grow for next year. And so I just went to a conference yesterday on enrollment management. So that'll be our focus. 160 students over mm-hmm. how many 11 classes. Oh, 11 classes. 11 homeroom classes. Okay. So mm-hmm. that's a, that's a nice ratio. How many mm-hmm. what's like what's your smallest class? Our smallest class is 7th grade and they have um Six or seven students. Oh, wow. That's a nice student to teacher ratio. Yes. yes. And then your biggest class, I would assume it's one of the younger. It's kindergarten. Yeah. And it's a very full and loud and fun class (laughs) of 25. 25. 25. That's still not gigantic compared to some of the public Mm -hmm. schools. Oh, yes. Yeah. Wow. That's that's fantastic. Mm -hmm. How long have you been there? Uh, A year and a half. So I'll be, this is my second year and I love it. So I understand you're a parishioner at St. Faustina as well. I am. Yes. I didn't know that. Herm and I, you know. Okay. Yes. Yes. We we must not have run into each other. I know. Sometimes (laughs) we'll go to the the eight eight thirty with when our toddler was waking up really early. Um, So it really it varies which which mass we go to. We know the struggle. Yes, (laughs) especially Herm because he still has young kids. My my kids are already older. So, Mm -hmm. but yeah, I still remember those days when. Everything was dictated on what time the kids wake. Yes, and the nap. <laughs> the nap is very important. So, um, but yes, yes, my husband and I did our um, marriage prep classes there, and then uh, my daughter got baptized at St. Faustina. Wow, that's yes. fantastic! So we love it. Did you grow up Catholic? I did. I did. I grew up in Katy, and um, I was a member of uh, St. Bartholomew. St. Bart's. Oh, yeah, Saint fantastic Bart's. parish! Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've yes. interviewed a bunch of people there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you. From your youth all the way until yes. teens? Yes, I did all my sacraments there, um, got baptized there and confirmed. And then um, at, during college, I moved to Austin area. So I attended some parishes there. That's cool. Yes. So you're, you're, is your family still there at St. Bart's? Yes, yes. My parents and my sister, they attend. Oh, St. that's Bart's. great. Yes. And I'm sure you, you go there every oh, yes. once in a while. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. My son sings there for the oh. the morning masses. Oh, okay. The Sunday masses, yeah. The which which mass? Um, The 9 and 11. Oh, okay. So both. Yeah, oh. yeah. He's, he's a music student right okay. now. Okay. So he's, he sings there at St. Awesome. Bart's. So you might, uh, when you visit your family yes. there, might. But uh, huh. your your schedule, I guess, depends on your, the yes. kids. So. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's it's um I you know I love to go with my family but when my sister and I go together with our daughters uh-huh. it makes it difficult for some reason <laughs> they um they want each other's books and toys oh, and it's yeah. loud and so we're really trying to be <laughs> and St. Bart's doesn't have a cry room right they now. don't yeah, no so, no yeah. <laughs> so we're on the side there just really trying to wrangle them so you growing up what was your faith 
life like? Were were your parents really involved in the parish? Were you? Yes, yes, I would say so. Um, I went to CCE classes, mm-hmm. and uh, we didn't really have a. a a strong youth program. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I remember my confirmation classes, and that was when I was really getting to know people mm-hmm. outside of going to mass. Yeah. Um, but we attended every every Sunday, and even when I had softball, sometimes I would go in my uniform. Um, but my mom <laughs> was making sure that we were going. You just get yes. there, even if yes. you're in your uniform. Yes. That's cool. That's mm-hmm. cool. So, mm-hmm. did you bring that with you through college, or do you kind of sway away like you know, some kids um, do? I would say some, yes. Um, I, I, tr- I tried to go every weekend, um, whether it was on Saturday or Sunday. Um, and it, but it is hard. It's different. Uh, I went to Southwestern University in Georgetown, and it's a Methodist school. Um, but mm. but it's it's a very small school, and a lot of people were strong in their faith. So I, I actually joined a Christian sorority. Um, so I got to know different ways to worship and and just explored my faith and through Bible studies, things I really hadn't done in our church. Mm-hmm. Um, but I always went to to the Catholic Church in Georgetown. Did you ever kind of get swayed and think about converting? No, no, I would say never. Um, I just tried to also bring my perspective to to the meetings, and I became the president my junior year. Mm. Um, so and there really weren't a lot of Catholics um, in the sorority. Uh-huh. So did it kind of like solidify your your Catholic faith because you're like looking at you know your faith from a different angle? Is that I how think it went? so. I th- yes, it did. Um, I was always like I I'm Catholic. I I want to be Catholic, and um, but I also wanted to grow deeper in my faith and and you know get to know the Bible more and. I just didn't do those things growing up um, uh-huh. as far as in the youth group, you know. So being around that different kind of music, I really got into worship music and Christian pop, I guess. Mm, yes. So I enjoyed that and um, Bible studies and just different things that, that we did. So I enjoyed it, but I always went back to to the Catholic Church. And then after graduation, I became a member of St. Thomas More in North Austin and attended there. But of course, you know, you're young. I was young and of um, course. <laughs> just, it's hard being single. And how do you fit into the church? And, yeah. you know, they don't, they didn't always have the, the young adult programs. Mm, but um, yes. really, I've always, since, until now, been trying to really get into the church and how do I serve and how do I mm-hmm. just become more active than just going to mass. So that's, that's what I've been. And it's more of a challenge yeah. now that you have kids too. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Very young kids. You got your yes. second one on the way. I yes. Understand. Yes. We're expecting in June. And so I have an almost two year old right now. You said you stayed in Austin. At, that's where you found your first job. Yes, yes. So my first teaching job was actually at the high school that I did my student teaching in college in Round Rock. Mm, okay, yes. so it was a nice transition there. Mm-hmm, yes. Okay. Very easy. Round Rock. I mean, so not easy, but... Um, an easy transition. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Now, know it. R- you said Round Rock. That's mm-hmm. where Katie, our youth minister at St. Faustina, oh, is really? from. Did, any I chance you ran that. into her? No. Uh, well, I don't know her age, but um, yes. So Round Rock, and <laughs> that that was where I stayed at that high school. Actually, only for a year or two before I moved to another district, Leander. 
She said in her interview that the、mm-hmm. rock is not really that big.、Oh. It's a small round. I would say it's like the size of this table. Okay. Yeah. Not really. A little less. Yeah. Okay. So、But、it's not it's, tiny. It's a big rock to me. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. And, and then, it's not fully round. No. Well, <laughs> no, I mean, maybe erosion or something. Yes. Yes. So. So how long were you there at that school? Um, at Round Rock High School, only for a year, and then I went to Leander High School,、mm-hmm. and I was there for about six years, and um, I taught Spanish. An avid, which is a college prep program,、okay. so、um, that's where I really fell in love with teaching and, and working with students and helping everyone.、Um, not just, you know, I, I enjoyed Spanish teaching Spanish, but、uh-huh. it wasn't necessarily a passion of grammar.、Mm-hmm. Um, and so with avid, I could really get to know the students because I had them from freshman year to senior year. Mm. So yeah, you really walk with them. Yes, you yes. guide them all throughout. That's cool.、Mm-hmm. Like a mentor and sometimes mom figure, and so <laughs>、um, I really enjoyed it. And and then I started my master's education through during that time.、Mm-hmm. Of and I majored in curriculum and instruction, but I was like, what am I going to do with that? I don't really want to write curriculum.、Uh-huh. Um, and so I ended up going back for a few more classes to get my administration certificate. Is that what brought you to Houston? Well, not、Back、yet, not, not yet. So, I was always like, I'm going to be independent and be in Austin and grow up and <laughs> find a husband. And but、um, I didn't. So,、um, I so you really, hadn't met your husband no, yet at that point. No, no, no. I just focused on my career,、uh-huh. and I became an assistant principal at a middle school. Actually, two middle schools. I was split between the campuses. Oh wow! Yes. So I was、um, like Monday, Tuesday, one. Wednesday, both, and then Thursday, Friday, the other one. Oh wow! Yeah, so it was interesting, but I definitely I learned a lot、uh-huh. right in six months, and、um, I think at the end of the year I went to one of, just one of the campuses full time. So that was my first time in middle school with with sixth grade students, and、um, I was just used to teaching high school and、uh-huh. um, became an AP for. Middle school, and so it's like sixth graders are just coming out of elementary. Oh my、so. gosh, the immaturity <laughs>、yes. of those kids! I'm、yeah. learning how to navigate that, and the tears, the tears were、oh, new for me. Oh yeah,、yes. that's right, because you were you'd always done high school, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. oh boy. Yes, and then now being on the AP side,、uh-huh. you deal with the discipline and helping people get through mistakes and and all of that, and so there were those tears and. Just figuring out how to do that, but but I really enjoyed it. And there was a time where I was like, I want to get back to high school. And I always enjoyed the the football and the extracurricular and the supporting students in that way and their talents outside、mm-hmm. of the classroom. So、um, there was a new high school opening, and I became the freshman AP. For that new high school, and so it、What、was a, um, Glen High School in in Leander, and that was a whole experience of helping to build a school mm, from、yeah. the ground up,、um, start a culture, and hire everyone. And so I worked for an amazing principal there, and just really learned learned so much.、Um, but there was always that tug of coming home. Oh. And so, I just was like, "When do I make the move? Should I go now?" I just started this job, but I I ended up in 
applying for a job over here in Fort Bend. And I went back to uh, middle school and I became an associate principal. So this whole time that you were in Austin by yourself, you know, your family's not there with yes. you. Did your faith kind of go on the wayside a little bit because you're focused very much on your career? I would say um, n no. I always, I always attended mass. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, my mom just instilled that in me so much. She didn't have to give you some calls to remind you? Well, def no, yes, she did, especially <laughs> early 20s, early 20s, yes. Um, always. I mean, I would say even now, she asks, <laughs> what time did y'all go to mass today? Um, you don't come to think of it, yeah, yes, my mom does that too. Yes, so, um, um, so no, it didn't, I would say, but I was always just that longing to how mm. do I... Um, get closer to God. Mm -hmm. Um, and what else can I do? And, um, so, but yes, I, I enjoyed my time there. St. Thomas More was a great community mm -hmm. and, um, but I didn't really get connected with people as far as friends and get to know them and go to mass together. I was always by myself. And so I think that also made me want to come home and, and just be able to go to church with my family and, and people you've grown up with too. Yes, yes, yeah. and have familiar faces, and um, so, so yes, that's I where your roots are. Mm -hmm. That's why, yeah, definitely. So you wanted to go back. Now, mm -hmm. did you have any um, issue? Because we recently interviewed the the principal of Cathedral High School. Mm -hmm. And he said that, you know, when he was in the public education system, he said he had an issue with in, internally had an mm -hmm. issue with trying to, you know, because you have to kind of separate your faith in a way because you can't talk about it at school with the kids. And did you have any difficulty that way? Definitely, yes. Um, one thing really comes to mind is um, I was I wanted to put a cross. It wasn't even a crucifix, but it was a one of those window crosses where there was glass and so the light would come through and mm. I put it on my window of my principal who I love and she's amazing mm -hmm. and um, she's a, a, a huge mentor for me but she said are you allowed to put that there and I was like why not you know it's like wearing a cross around my neck and uh -huh. so I left it there and, I, and that's where my stubbornness came out <laughs> and, uh, um but yes, I definitely was always conflicted of, especially when you're having those conversations with students and helping them get through mistakes mm -hmm. and, you know, what have your parents taught you and what are the, what are the right things to do? I, I always wanted to bring that in and, uh -huh. and it was hard. Um, but there was a point in my life where, and I would say probably just five years ago, where I said, I don't care. I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to say it. And I remember um, my first principal job was in, I went back. So I came back to Houston and then I was an associate principal for a few years. And then I applied to be a principal in Gerald, which is a small town north of Georgetown. Okay. And, um, I remember a student saying something throughout our conversation. He had made a poor choice, and and he said, "Well, I know that God wouldn't want me to do this." And I started crying. I, you know, started tearing Aww. up because I was like, "Oh, finally, I can talk about it." And I, you know, just <laughs> opened the he door. It up. Yes, yes. yes. Um, and and I would say throughout all of my career in schooling, I thought about Catholic schools and serving in a Catholic school, but. I always said, oh, I don't have the experience. They're not going to hire me. So I, 
and I didn't want to. What experience do you think you didn't have? Well, it's in, you in a Catholic school, you were an assistant yes, principal. You were a principal. Yes. So being just being in a Catholic school uh-huh. and knowing the ins and outs, and um, yeah, so I thought I needed to be an assistant principal again. So I was like, well, I don't really want to do that, and so I. It was just this is a crazy story, um, but I. Was I knew I wanted to come back home, or we wanted to come back home. So when I was a principal in Gerald, my husband and I moved there. But then um, I got pregnant, and so I was like, "Oh, right away, I wanted to come back to Houston and be with my family." Uh-huh. So um, I started. Well, it was late when when I started applying, and I just started an application in the archdiocese mm-hmm. system, and. I was like, I don't, I mean, there's no way. But so I started, like, you can tell when people have submitted some of the paperwork, but Uh not all of it. Uh So I had my name in there. It was in the system, but I kind of just let it be because I was like, they're not going to hire me for So you didn't complete the application. I didn't complete it. And I had completed a different one for an assistant principal um, at a, at another Catholic school. Uh-huh. But again, I wanted to, you know, I had been a principal for a year and uh, I wanted to continue in that role. Uh-huh. So one night, very late, I remember that I had just gone to the graduation for the high school in Gerald. And um, I was up either pumping or preparing milk for my daughter because she was like three months Uh and it was like midnight and I just was checking my email and I received an email from the superintendent of Catholic schools that said, I see your name in the system. Are you going to complete the application? (laughs) And I was like, what? And I didn't know at the time there was a superintendent writing me. Uh I thought it was, you know, just somebody that deals with applications. And so I was like, like yes, yes. (laughs) So, I responded and I said, well, yes, yes, I am going to complete it. Uh-huh. Um, and we had, we exchanged maybe three or four emails that night in the middle of the night. Oh, wow. And so by maybe 2 a.m., I had an interview scheduled for wow. the next couple of days. Wow. So I really, I mean, it was the Holy Spirit and leading me and guiding me to this position and, um, and so, yes, I, I interviewed and came came home and um, interviewed and it all worked out and Imagine we moved if you, back. If you didn't, if you didn't stay up and be a good mom and prepare milk, <laughs> yes. you wouldn't have had that whole conversation uh, via email. Mm-hmm. If you had just sent it in the morning, yes. he would have been busy and who knows how yes. it would have turned out. Oh, yes. I mean, it, it just really, I'm just so thankful and, and blessed that one, our superintendent is extremely hardworking and worked, you know, throughout <laughs> the middle of the night because they had been trying, they had been without a principal for six six months at least. Oh, wow. Yes. So they had gone through rounds of interviews already. And so. That's the job. Well, that was yes. it. Or well, yes. School? So I came and I did. Um, no, that was the, that's the job. That's uh-huh. Holy Rosary. Okay. But I came and I did a Zoom interview and then um, an, an in person, maybe one or two in person interviews, and visited the campus. But the funny thing is, I didn't know about Holy Rosary um, growing up in Katy. You know, I feel like Rosenberg is just kind of down the way. Yes. Um, and I didn't know about it that it was so close. So, um, and and we had already bought a home. And it was very close to our home. So, you know, the commute was great. And I mean, just everything fell into place. That's so, fantastic. So, so you, you said that you, you you dropped in, you had your, your, your first child and all of that. Where did you meet your husband? 
Uh, so um, here, whenever I was working for Fort Bend, uh-huh. I became good friends with my counselor partner. So APs and counselors take over a um, a grade level together, mm-hmm. and we became great friends. And I started hanging out with her on the weekends and her friend group. And you know, with my age, all of all of our fr- my friends are married and have kids, and so. Um, it, I just hung out with them and um, she was like, oh, we have this friend. And and for three years, I was like, no, no. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> no. Really? They've been trying to set you up yes. for three years. That's when, when we met in 2017. And then it wasn't until 2020 that we started dating. Um, so it was kind of like, I was like, no, that's okay. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then he would, he would, um, well, then I was like, oh, maybe, okay, maybe. We'll, we'll go on a date. And, and then at that point, he was like, no, <laughs> it was just, it was interesting. Um, so he brought up the idea and it was, it only paid off three years later. <laughs> yes, yes. But I was <laughs> the one who came man. back. Very I was <laughs> the one who said, hello, how are you? <laughs> um, so um, we would hang around, you know, uh-huh. within the group. Um, but, you know, God was preparing me um, wow. all that time. For the right time. Yes, the right time, the right person. That's fantastic. So, did he, he grow up Catholic as well? He did. He did. Yes, at um, going to Saint Teresa in Sugarland. Okay, not mm-hmm. not Saint Bart's. No, no, <laughs> no. I mean, and it's it's really funny. Um, we have a lot of things that kind of connect us or connect our families. Uh-huh. But you know, we didn't know each other until then. And what year did you get married? Twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty one. Yes. So yes. right after the pandemic, did you have to like, was that the time when some people kind of postponed their reception? They did, yes. Did you do that? No, no. I mean, we were already old. And so <laughs> um, we just we just decided to go for it. We actually mm-hmm. got married in Bernie. Um, so at that point, I was going to St. Lawrence um, and he, we didn't have a parish to, together and, mm-hmm. and I... Um, didn't, you know, of course I love St. Bart's, but it wasn't like I, you know, I didn't think growing up, I want to get married there and because I wanted it to be for both of us. Yeah. And it's kind of your parents parish too. Yes. Yes. So we thought about it and, um, he has good family friends in Bernie Mm -hmm. and we visited and we, I mean, the, the church, St. Peter, the apostles, beautiful. It's a very different sanctuary as far as, um, it's in the middle. So all the seats are around and mm. the altar is in the middle. Okay. Um, but it's beautiful. It's in the hill country. And so we got married in Bernie. Um, so your parish as a married couple, where did it first, where did you first start going? Well, we were here in, in, in Houston area. Uh-huh. So um, we did our, our engagement classes at St. Faustina. So at this point, St. Faustina already had the building, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So y- that's where you guys did your marriage prep class yes yes with deacon randy deacon randy so he was oh. our first our first meeting uh-huh. and we met with him a few times and then we had uh, zoom classes mm-hmm. where we went through the book and that was still when we were engaged and well then i guess we were assigned the sponsor couple um before as well so that was all through saint faustina who was your sponsor couple at saint faustina it was um cecilia and eduardo espinola Okay. Yes. And they were with you throughout the whole process. Yes. It was, I would say, at least 10 classes, 10 meetings. 10 physical meetings. Mm -hmm. We would go to their home and uh, we would go through a book. 
Um, so we would do some prep beforehand and mm-hmm. then discuss it there. Of course, we would open in prayer and they would just share their experiences and kind of give us some advice. And it would make us ask each other questions that we might not talk about otherwise. Or you wouldn't even think about until later yes. on in the marriage. Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yes. How how are you paired up with the couple? I don't really know. But um, one thing I, I do think that maybe they looked at our, our names uh-huh. and uh, Rodriguez and just thought, Garcia and Rodriguez, mm-hmm. thought they're Spanish speaking, like native speakers. Uh-huh. And so at first they started speaking Spanish to us. So my husband doesn't really speak it. Uh-huh. So we're like, well, you know, English is our, you know, our uh-huh. first language. Um, and But that was totally fine. So I don't know how they do it. I mean, I'm assuming that they you know they we fill out some questionnaire and, and there may be something there in common or who knows yes. maybe maybe they have um you know when you fill out the questionnaire maybe they have the couple's look and see mm-hmm. who are you interested True. in you know mm-hmm. yes okay. yes so we really enjoyed it um and i actually see them at st bart's a lot mm. so mm-hmm. so they mm-hmm. so they go to both I think so. Parishes. Yeah, okay. I think so. Yes. That's cool. So, how, how was that whole experience with the whole the ten weeks? Huh. Yes. Yes. I mean, different. You know, because you're you're sharing some deep personal thoughts um, uh-huh. with new people, mm. um, and so that's that's different. But I just tried to be really open and um, open to their advice uh-huh. um, because it's it's also unique that it's outside of the family outside of friends people mm. that know you you know they're just sharing their experience in, of marriage and um but you know what nothing prepares you <laughs> nothing prepares you for, <laughs> for the actual <laughs> for the yeah. actual you know just the the situations that come up and i mean it's like gosh you could go t- you could spend two years in, in marriage, marriage prep, prep you yeah. know so I guess it's kind of like being a soldier. You get all the best training, but once you're in the trenches, it's yes. a whole new ball game. Yes, yes. But at least you got the preparation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's cool. So would would you recommend that? Oh, yes, definitely. Definitely. Um, and just like I said, talking about things that you wouldn't normally talk about. And yes, it might seem like, oh, we're filling this paper out or we're answering these questions. And it seems, sometimes it sounds silly, but uh-huh. I mean, it's, you know, talking about finances and children and how you would discipline and also talking about how you were raised mm. and, you know, what you're going to bring to the table is important. Um, so yes, I would definitely recommend. I wish I had gone through something like that. My wife and I, we got married in the, the Philippines. Oh, okay. She, she's from the Philippines. Mm-hmm. So, so we didn't go through like a whole thing. It was mm-hmm. just like a one day seminar oh, at wow. the church. And yes. then they, they, they get, they gave us questions to go home with. Mm-hmm. So we just went mm-hmm. through that together, but it would have been nice if there was a, you know, a couple, especially yes. I, I see the logic be- behind a couple that you're not related to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cause I think it's sometimes a little easier. Yes. To get the advice? Yes. Is it? And listen and, and be open to what they have to say because they're not, not that our family judges, but they're not bringing that perspective to it. They're just sharing how they went through things and what they would do and what they would recommend. Mm, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also because, you know, you might know some of the history behind some of your family's things. Yes. So true. it's a little different. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. You may already have opinions. Mm-hmm, whereas mm-hmm. we don't know, yes, their situation really so or their whole family. Purely objective. Yes. On that part. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. So, cool. yes. No, we really enjoyed it. So you mm-hmm. went through the marriage prep and then you had the wedding out of town. Yes. And mm-hmm. then, um, and then St. Faustina, your daughter, got. 
baptized. Baptized there. Yes, yes. Who, who did the baptism? Um, it was a, another deacon. Um, deacon Ray? Deacon know, Ernie. It's probably, it's just, I, I have, my memory's very bad. Very bad. There are a whole bunch of deacons there. But yes, it it was a deacon. So um, it was one of the the classes where it was a large a large group of babies. Oh yeah. Um, And so, or was it a transitional deacon? It might have been one of younger. I have. I want to say that I have an acolyte in mind that he was there um, also. Um, Probably assisting. Yes. Yes. Okay. I guess I don't know why that stands out. Was it pitcher? Um, uh, bald gentleman. Yes, I think yeah, so. We've had I him on the show. So. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yes. He and his wife. We've had them mm-hmm. on the show. Oh, nice. <laughs> Picture yes. Ellendorf. Yeah. Okay. So, oh yes. So, so, um, baptized and, you know, we, we go to mass there and I recently became, um, a part of the mom's group. Mm. At St. Faustina, but I'm really learning that it's hard to balance uh, working and a toddler <laughs> mom and then, you know, going to events. And so um, my goal is is during Lent that that um, I'm going to host a, um, an evening book study. Mm. Yes, for the mom group. That's nice. Yes. So, so now that you're, you know, it, the whole bunch of challenges being, you know, the, the principal of a school mm-hmm. and being a parent of a young child and and also now you're you know you were just focused before on mm-hmm. you know raising the kids in your school now you yes. got one at home yes is it uh is it a bit of a challenge whole new world <laughs> <laughs> whole new perspective too you know I, I really prided myself on caring for kids and, mm-hmm. and treating the kids like they were my own the students um but you really don't know until you're in until you're in it um, and just that that natural feeling that that comes out of wanting to do the best and have the best for your own child. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's really helped me just with the perspective of considering other parents and um, dealing with certain situations. And I would say the empathy has like just expanded so much. Um, I'm pretty, I would say, driven type A and this is the rule. And, uh-huh. Um, and so there were times probably where I didn't understand from their perspective, but, Uh but now I really am like, okay, let me put my daughter in this situation. Mm. Um, and just how would I respond and how would I want to be considered? Yeah. Um, you know, as the parent, you can put yourself in their emotional state. Yes. yes, And psychological. Yes. Yeah. But, but I also have that perspective of being in education for 16, 17 years and, um, I know the other side of it too, so I, you know, have to make this decision that's best for everyone. Yeah, so you can look at it from different angles because mm-hmm. you've had the different experiences as a single person, as yes, as a yeah, as a mom. Mm-hmm. Yes, and being in elementary is also a whole new world. Mm. And I really think God placed me in an elementary <laughs> um, during during my first pregnancy with my daughter to prepare for her because <laughs> you know being in high school middle school it's just it's just different they're older and yeah. they're past all these learning stages i mean they're still learning so much but the formative years mm-hmm. so being in elementary and um it's it's it was a lot i learned i learned so much and i was so thankful for that year in gerald um to to prepare and to just to even to know things like how should you teach them to read and what what things should you do at home to prepare them for pre-K and kinder and you know so it was it's amazing 
the difference? You know, moving from the public school system to the private school, what are the huge differences? Oh, so many, so many. Um, I, you know, I tell people all the time, there's so many differences and there's pros, but there's also cons in, on, mm. on both sides. Um, and maybe not cons, but just things that growth areas, that's what we use in education, <laughs> <laughs> areas for growth. Um, you know, public school, there's money. Uh, federal funds uh-huh. and their staff um, and people who are listening might be like, well, no, we don't have staff for this or we don't have this, but, <laughs> but there is. And, um, you know, I was at a 6A high school. I was the associate principal and there were seven APs and then the principal. So we had a full team of uh-huh. admin staff and um, to operate a school and a school community, whereas here I am at a pre-K through eight. Now it's, of course, extremely smaller, uh-huh. and we don't do as near as many things, but I'm still doing the same things on a day-to-day basis. Yes. Operating a school, yes. a budget, maintenance, staff, students, parents. So that that was a huge difference and something that I'm really learning, how to balance my time, how to prioritize and be creative. Um, and sometimes I just have to say to myself, it's okay that you don't do this because you have to do this. Mm-hmm. And um, whereas, you know, in public school, I had my roles and responsibilities very, uh, very detailed out uh-huh. and, and very, I would say, honed in. Yeah, very specific. Yes. Yeah. But now um, it's kind of anything and everything. I mean, I've just in the past, you know, with, um, maintenance that's a huge thing that i didn't have experience with Mm. because there was either a whole custodian department or Mm -hmm. a maintenance department for the district yes i was always used to calling somebody to get guidance yeah and now there's really nobody to call i mean there's people to call in the archdiocese of course in the the catholic school's office and um, of course i consult my pastor all the time but um at the end of the day, I'm the one that's calling the electrician or the mm-hmm. plumber, and that's that's different. Oh wow! Yes, so um, those kind of things are are a huge difference. Um, but the the fundraising and the financial aspect of it, mm-hmm. I wish I would have had a degree in. Honestly. Oh really? Yes. Yes. You can get a degree in... Uh, well, I don't know, but I, they need to. <laughs> um, I need to. I mean, I feel like to be prepared to take on um, how to manage the budget, how to fundraise, how to um, manage enrollment uh-huh. and admissions. And I mean, that's that's what we have to do because we don't have... The, the, the main source of income is mm-hmm. tuition. And so... If you don't have kids, then you can't pay teachers. Yeah. So um, every year it's new and every year it's, okay, are we going to have this many students sign up for this class in order to have this teacher? Yeah. Um, and so um, it, it's, I'm just learning a, a lot and I'm, I just feel like I have so much work to do to make it amazing that I, that I that I can learn mm-hmm. to make it amazing and I mean it, it is a wonderful community but in my mind and I guess my level of this is where it needs to be uh-huh. or where or I want to you be, want it to be yeah yes um 
I, there's just so many things, so many ideas that I have or, you know, um, and so, but we, first things first. Um, and so I, I, as just like I was talking about the, um, conference that I went to yesterday on enrollment management and, um, bringing in students and, and I mean, that's, the most important thing if you don't have students then you don't have a school do you get to the point where you're like oh we've got a seventh grader yes. you know yes yes <laughs> just definitely. one seventh grader makes a huge difference yes. or something like oh, that oh for sure yes i mean we have <laughs> we've had a lot of tours um in this in this last month or two and it's like okay what what are the grades for the kids you know um and how do we recruit and where do we go and who do we talk to and so i mean didn't do that in public school that that's there's no part of that um and so um yes it's just a, a huge learning curve there but but i like it we just recently interviewed the president of Cathedral High School. Mm -hmm. So they have the, the president principal model. Is there mm -hmm. any chance that, uh, you know, Holy Rosary will take that on in the future when you have like a very large population? Well, I don't know if that's for elementaries as far mm -hmm. as the, the model. Um, you know, right now as the principal, I'm, I'm the administrator. Um, so there's potential for hiring an assistant principal and oh, other You don't staff. even have an assistant principal? No, no. Oh, wow. Yes. So it is, it is, um, only me, and then I have a, a admin assistant and office staff. Um, but no, I, it's based on the numbers and okay. how many uh, enrollments, and then of course our budget. Of course, yeah, yeah everything mm -hmm. comes back down to a, a budget. So do you? You mentioned that you have you 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 know are in talks with a pastor. Oh yes, you know, and um, is there a board as well? Yes. So, um, so Father Oren is there at Holy Rosary and we work closely together. We meet every week. Um, we talk through decisions and just touch base. And then, um, we have an advisory school council. And so that is made up of a group of community members, but, um, right now mainly parents of the school. Mm -hmm. And then the president is a former parent of Holy Rosary. Okay. Yes. And then, so Father Oren of the Holy Rosary mm -hmm. Catholic Church. Yes. So it's it's together. It's I mean, yes. Like, oh yes, it's the parish. So okay. um, and there's also a mission church in Beasley, Saint Wenceslas, mm -hmm. and then um, the school and the church as the one parish. When your students graduate, you know, eighth grade, mm -hmm. they eventually go to you know the high schools. Yes. Yeah. Um, where do the majority of your kids go to? So many of them will apply to St. John the 23rd in Katy okay. because of the location. Mm, um, yes. And then some do apply to Strake or St. Agnes. Um, but, you know, it depends if they, they live out here in, in Richmond, Rosenberg. And a lot do a lot of them do go to their local school district, uh, their local um, public high school. Mm -hmm. So it kind of just depends. How old is the school? The, so it was actually founded in 1941 by Dominican sisters. Wow. Yes. Over 80 Over, years. Mm-hmm. 1941. Yes. Are the sisters still there? They're not. They're not. We don't have sisters. Um, Father and I have actually been talking about that, how to how to bring um, a nun onto campus, whether it's as a teacher or a staff member. Um, but they're not. The Dominican sisters aren't there. But still, wow. Yes. Like, pre-World War II. Yes. Very, a very rich tradition of, of history and family and Catholic education. Just in that, in the Rosenberg communities. Yes. Just, mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. I feel like it's a diamond in the rough. You know, I didn't really know about it um, when I, didn't I either, was so. in, you know, I didn't, <laughs> growing up in Katy down the road, uh -huh. um, I didn't know that there was the school there in, in Rosenberg. So, 
um, it's it's a, a very tight knit community, but um, also you know our focus is is growth, mm-hmm. and so how do we? Well, right now, our focus and, and our motto is shine bright. How do we shine Jesus's light and shine bright for others in the community so that they can see the wonder, the good deeds that we do? And also, we spread those throughout our community. So. Now, you, you said that uh, the school is a very old school. Do you have some teachers that have been there for a oh, long yes, time? Oh, yes. Yes. So, they love it. They When they get to the Holy Rosary, nobody wants to leave. <laughs> um, because it is such a great community, and we have a, a kindergarten teacher who's been there for over thirty years. Thirty years. Yes. Wow. She's teaching students that she taught their parents. Wow. Yes. That's fantastic, mm-hmm. and like the, the different generations. Of, oh yes. Like it's that whole Mr. Holland's Opus thing. Oh, they Regan's. love it. They love her. <laughs> yes. <laughs> She's famous. Wow. Now, if if somebody wants to, you know, if, if they're interested in enrolling their child. Mm-hmm. Uh, at a Holy Rosary Catholic School, yes. how do they go about it? Well, so many people come to our school for a tour first, and they get to okay. know our campus. It's a beautiful campus of over 27 acres. And um, so we tour them, and they then can apply online, actually. So you just go to holyrosary-school.org, and you can go to the admissions tab, or it's right there on the homepage, and you fill out your application online. Mm-hmm. Um, but of course, we ha- we can help you through any you know any questions you have you just call the main school line so if they want to just the tour how do, mm-hmm. do they can they just call they up can just or? call is um, there a schedule there, no actually right now we're just kind of um w- what works for the families okay um we would like to do we we have a lot of time more time on wednesday and thursdays to do those tours but you know if if we work with the families and whatever they can do um, I'm actually having a coffee and conversation next Friday um, to welcome prospective families and just have a meeting with them and talk talk with them about our school and see if they have questions because this this time right now is the um, enrol- re-enrollment for our current families and mm-hmm. then soon we'll open it up to new families. And then what was that website again? HolyRosary-School.com. Dot org. Okay, holyrosary-school.org. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then I assume there are also social media accounts where you oh, post yes, all Oh, yes, yes. We have a, um, an active Facebook account and then Instagram. So um, all that information is there. It's posted there as well. Mm-hmm, so yes. the, that gets updated if there are any events that they want definitely, to look out for. Definitely. Yes, okay. we would love to welcome you to our, our Diamond in the Rough school and um, see how, how everyone else can help us shine bright. Now, does your school also take donations? Oh, we do always. Yes, yes. And so whether it's through through parishioners at the church, you know, with their envelopes Uh or you can just go online and there's a donate button right on our homepage Uh um, to donate and support. We have an annual fund going on, you know, throughout this year, Mm -hmm. the Bright Futures annual fund. They can donate to that. They can donate to something specific that they would like to. Um, we know whatever they indicate, uh-huh. we'll make sure it, it goes to that. So, yes, we're always taking donations. Can you set up like a scholarship or something for one student? Well, you know, you if know? that's how somebody wants to give, uh-huh. yes, you know, um, they we we can work with that with them to do that. Yes. Wow. Thank you so yes. much for coming on the show. Well, thank and you. Telling your story and telling us about this diamond in the rough yes, school that you thank have. Thank you. I really appreciate you having me. <laughs>
And yes. uh, best of the luck with the uh, you know with your your growing daughter Thank and then you. your you know your upcoming child. You know, yes. it's a boy or girl. We don't know yet. No. Ooh. Yes, my husband wants to know. I I kind of want to <laughs> keep it a surprise, but everybody around wants to know. So I'm sure we'll find out in in a couple weeks. Please do let us know <laughs> when you do find out. Okay. Thank yeah, you. we'll see you around the church. Okay. Thank you so much. God I appreciate bless. it. You too. Thank you.